enjoyed it so much that Mission Control found it difficult to get him back into his spacecraft. Both the Russians and the Americans sent unmanned space probes far out into space to examine the planets Mars and Venus, and after the Russians saw their Luna 2 actually crash into the surface of the Moon, they managed to put their next unmanned spaceship, Luna 3, into orbit around it. Meanwhile, the Apollo program moved steadily forward. The Americans had developed a hugely powerful rocket, named Saturn V, which would give sufficient propulsion to send their Apollo missions into space. To escape the Earth's gravitational pull, a rocket must reach a speed of about 25,000 miles per hour. That's around 7 miles a second. To achieve this, the rocket had to carry tons of fuel and burn it very fast. Saturn V was a colossal machine, over 360 feet tall. On top of the rocket were mounted the different segments, or modules, that were necessary to carry out the mission. When the rocket had successfully launched the modules into space, Saturn V itself was jettisoned and left behind. The first six Apollo missions were unmanned flights, each one designed to test different aspects of the completed spacecraft. On the 11th of October, 1968, Apollo 7, the first manned mission in the program, set out to test the life support systems. The three astronauts, Walter Cunningham, Don Isley, and Walter Schirra, spent 260 hours in space, considerably longer than would be required for the mission to the moon, before returning safely, splashing down into the Pacific Ocean. Two months later, on Christmas Eve, 1968, Apollo 8 became the first manned rocket to orbit the moon. The mission included testing the emergency equipment, the navigation and communication systems, and the ability to alter course while in spaceflight. All the tests were successful, and the splashdown in the Pacific came after 147 hours in space. This flight gave a tremendous boost to the program as it proved that human beings could navigate to and from the moon successfully. The following March, Apollo 9 was the first of the rockets to carry the entire assembly of equipment that would be needed to land on the moon, including the strange, almost spider-shaped lunar module. The lunar module itself was really two separate spacecraft. The lower part, with the spidery legs, was the descent stage. The thrust of its rocket engine was downwards, to allow the lunar module, with its outstretched legs, to descend gently onto the moon's surface. The upper part was the ascent stage, which had its own rocket engine. When the astronauts were ready to leave the moon, they would return to the ascent stage and fire the rocket. This would launch them upwards, leaving the descent stage on the moon's surface. This principle of jettisoning each part of the spacecraft on completion of its task was a key feature in the success of the Apollo missions. At first, the scientists and engineers had been unable to calculate how they would be able to power all the equipment necessary to propel a spacecraft to and from the moon. By abandoning each stage as they went along, they solved this problem, but it was an extremely expensive solution. By the time the astronauts returned to Earth, all that was left of the huge rocket was the tiny control module. Everything else had been left behind. After one more test flight, Apollo 10, in which all phases of the mission were practiced, except the landing of the lunar module, the stage was set for the actual attempt to land men on the moon. On July 16, 1969, 
Apollo 11 was launched from Cape Kennedy in Florida. Sadly, President Kennedy himself, who had set the whole program in motion, had been assassinated in 1963 and was not there to see the realization of his dream. But it's estimated that 500 million people all around the world watched the events of the next 195 hours on television. Two and a half minutes after the launch, the rocket had risen to an altitude of 38 miles and reached a speed of 6,000 miles per hour. Its work done, the first stage of the rocket dropped away. The spacecraft, now freed of the enormous weight of the Saturn V and its fuel, fired its second-stage rocket and rapidly accelerated to nearly 15,000 miles per hour. At an altitude of 115 miles, it jettisoned the second stage and now fired a smaller booster rocket which settled it into orbit. This third-stage rocket was retained as it would be needed to fire the spaceship out of the Earth's orbit towards the moon.